At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Rob Longo. Hi, friends, and welcome to today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, the official podcast of your Charlotte Hornets, brought to you by Senta. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates are the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care providers of the Hornets. Rob Longo with you today after Charlotte's 109-98 win in Philadelphia last night as the Hornets are able to pick up their first win against the Sixers since 2016. Boy, does that feel good to say. We'll break this one down, provide you with our top performers because there were certainly a lot to pick from. One particularly stood out, but we'll get to that here in just a few moments. Plus, we have to talk about this tear that the Hornets are on right now as last night's win now makes it four in a row against some pretty tough teams, including two against the Milwaukee Bucks and, of course, last night against the Philadelphia 76ers. Some really good competition that the Hornets have gone up against in the past week or so, and we'll talk about all of that as well. We'll cover all this on today's edition of the HHC with Wes Robinson, the social media coordinator with the Hornets. Wes, good to talk to you again, especially after a big win last night in Philadelphia. All I have to say is, ding dong, the streak is dead. It feels (laughs) good to be on the show tonight to to rejoice and know that our guys are coming back home and they're on a four-game winning streak. I think this is probably the best moment of the season right now to pick up two back-to-back wins against the champ and then walk into a tough place like Philly with a potential not only an NBA All-Star, first-team All-NBA center, but also an MVP candidate to go in and pick a win a win against a team like Philadelphia. It just feels great going into Friday. Yeah, so let's go ahead and break this one down because it was a good one. Charlotte got off to a good start in the first quarter, partially thanks to Joel Embiid picking up two offensive fouls in the first six minutes into the game. However, he stayed in there, and the Sixers used a strong flurry to end the quarter to take a 35-34 lead heading into the second frame. But the Hornets kept it close thanks to the hot shooting of Gordon Hayward. Hello ball. Drives. Kick to the corner, McDaniels, he'll pass, swinging around Gordon Hayward. He waits for the flyby, he'll fire the three. Got another one. Gordon Hayward absolutely in fuego. Yet another Lowe's drilling three-point shot. Hornets back on top, 34-32. to 32. 
Gordon's hot shooting stayed all night as he finished the first half with 22 points, going on a perfect 9-9 from the field, including a 4-4 mark from beyond the three-point line. Ball on the left wing. Throws the ball to Plumley. Plumley power dribble, kick out. Hayward catch and shoot three. Good again. Gordon Hayward cannot miss. He's got 22 points. He has buried four threes. Yet another Lowe's drilling three-point shot for Gordon Hayward. And the Hornets are on a 16-2 run. 62 to 48. Hornets on top. Charlotte was able to take a 64 to 50 lead into the locker room as the Hornets doubled up the Sixers 30 to 15 in that second quarter. The Hornets looked to go on cruise control in the second half as Charlotte extended its lead to 20 just two minutes into the third frame. However, Philly called a timeout, made it a 19 to 7 run, and PJ Washington picked up five fouls all in the third quarter, and Charlotte's lead was cut to just nine heading into the fourth frame. And while the Hornets were able to keep the Sixers at bay, this one was still tense down the stretch. The Sixers cut to deficit hit the single digits on several occasions, but Miles Bridges hit a big-time three with under three minutes ago to really put this one out of reach. Hayward, head fake on the three, drives, kicks to the corner, Bridges locked and loaded for three, you got it! Miles Bridges burying the corner triple, yet another Lowe's drilling three-point shots. He's got 17 points tonight, that's his third three, first here in the second half. 2.40 to play, Hornets by a dozen. In fact, Miles scored three straight buckets, Gordon Hayward went for 30 points in this one, and Charlotte finally beats Philadelphia for the first time since the Obama administration, as crazy as it sounds, 109-98. Wes, we'll get into top performers, all of the facts and figures from this one in our next segment, but regardless of the Hornets remaining hot, getting their fourth straight win, it just felt good to beat the Sixers for the first time in over five years. Yeah, it felt amazing. I mean, 2016 has been the last time that we beat Philadelphia, and uh, Ashley Charmody and Eric, Eric Collins and Dale Curry called out. No one on this team was here at the time. I mean, I think at the time, you probably had Gordon and Utah, between Utah and Boston at the time, and a lot of these guys are in college or even in high school. You know, that's how long the streak has been going on, but it felt really good uh, to pick up that kind of win because I spoke about earlier in the season on, on our earlier episodes, Rob, that Philadelphia and Milwaukee are the teams that we want to become. These are the top uh, headhunters in the Eastern Conference. And more than likely, we're going to see these guys in the playoffs. There's going to be more matchups, and we need to figure out a way of how we're going to be able to compete against them when they have two of the biggest monsters in the game with Giannis Antetokounmpo in, in um, Milwaukee and then Joel Embiid, you know, an MVP candidate center. And we talked about earlier in the season that the Hornets will have to face a lot of road games. So for them to pick up two big wins against Milwaukee and then to go right into Philly, already facing two losses against them. And rightfully so, we weren't even at our full strength at that time. So, and still even tonight, we're still missing Kelly Oubre, a, a big spark of the base that we could have used tonight. But it shows that uh, this team does not give up. They're resilient. They're going to find ways to respond. If you punch, they're going to punch back, and they're going to find a way to pull out these games, and James Borrego saw that coming with this group early in the season. Yeah, and again, keep in mind, too, that the Hornets already have played the Sixers twice this season. It was a weird spot in the schedule just last month in December where the Hornets were taking on Philly in consecutive games at home. There was a day apart for rest, but again, it was just super weird. Like The first time the Hornets were facing the Sixers on the second night of a back-to-back, Charlotte was in Atlanta the night before, and Philly was already actually waiting 
mean, for the Hornets to fly back home at that point, they were almost longer residents of the Queen City than Charlotte was itself at that point. But at any rate, both of those games were relatively close. The Hornets lost the first one going into overtime, and the second one was only by single digits as well. So both of them were still really tough games. And keep in mind, too, in those ones, the Hornets weren't at full strength at all. Again, Charlotte was missing Kelly Oubre, and Kai Jones went into health and safety protocols last night. By the way, just a little bit of a hit on the depth chart as well. So, of course, we wish both those guys a speedy recoveries. But when you look back at those last two games, the Hornets were missing Terry Rozier, LaMelo Ball, Mason Plumley, and Ish Smith for those two games against Philadelphia. So it's no surprise that the Hornets were able to pick up a win last night in Philadelphia against the Sixers team that is still one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference. Not as great as they were last season. Of course, there's the whole Ben Simmons saga, but regardless, it still feels good to pick up a win against a team you haven't beaten since 2016. James Borrego last night said that it was mostly the defense and mostly effort that was able to propel the Hornets across the finish line. Yeah, I think that was huge for us. We had to win the paint, maybe won the board, won the paint. Thought we were aggressive at the rim on both on both sides of the ball. Uh, so to win all those categories against this team speaks to what we're capable of as a team. And as I told the group, they're choosing this right now. This is a choice. And they're choosing to play with this effort, have this mentality, playing with this aggression, have the preparation before the game, understanding my coverages. They deserve credit. And they're locked in right now. They bought in. And uh, I thought we played an aggressive game tonight. And as to your point, it shows up in the stat column as well. But big, big time winning plays by Cody Martin. Gordon made some big plays. Terry made some big plays. Miles down the stretch. Just those 50-50 balls across the board. Great effort by this team tonight. Wes, the second portion of that comment by head coach James Borrego really stood out to me is that the team is choosing this. I always think that's really interesting about how James Borrego goes about the way to kind of manage the locker room and speak to his players. The way that he conveys it, I mean, you don't think about, from the outside at least, you don't think about this being a choice. You think about going out there and just playing your hardest. So the way that James Borrego is able to kind of convey that message really makes you think and is, I think, really resonates with the guys because obviously they're on a four-game winning streak. So Wes, like you mentioned, just a few moments ago about what this win means for the Hornets moving forward. The other thing I look at it too is like, A, this was kind of a matter of time with Charlotte finally beating Philadelphia, but B, at the same time, this is one that you can really build some momentum off. It's almost like the beginning of the game. Like Gordon Hayward always talks about, he always tries to get an easy bucket to really get going. Again, we'll get into Gordon Hayward's performance last night here in a few moments, but it's one thing to get out on the floor and start on a cold streak, but you know, once you see one or two shots falling down, you kind of get in that rhythm and you keep going. I think that this win can kind of be that moving forward for the Hornets because, again, they've already played Philadelphia three times this season. They got one more at the end of April, which could be a very pivotal game depending on what the standings look like coming down the stretch. It's one of the five final games of the season and then you never know what's going to hold in the playoffs you never know what the playoff schedule is going to look like maybe these two teams meet in the postseason as well hopefully that's the goal for the Hornets at least is to at least get into the postseason and get into the playoff round but all in all this one I think is just a momentum builder especially considering that the Hornets already won three straight going into this one yeah it's a momentum and it's also a confidence builder as well I mean these are the top teams that have been arguably fighting for the number one, maybe one to three spot over the last four or five years. And when you pick up these kind of big wins and playing Milwaukee as tough as we did, playing Philly tough at home and then pulling out the win when you're only, you know, you only got a few players out. Well, after the first time we played it, we had four or five out. But missing Kelly Oubre, that was a huge piece that we knew going in that we would need his uh, spark off the bench to beat them. But when you have a high shooting night like Gordon Hayward, they do understand the assignment that, hey, we're down a man. Well, guess what? Next man up. You know, that's what James Borrego's been talking about all season, that we're not going to 
feel sorry for ourselves through COVID protocols or injuries that we've sustained. We're not going to feel bad about playing most of our games on the road or or back-to-back. We're not going to complain. We're going to go in uh, with an agenda. We're going to play hard. We're going to fight for loose balls. Um, We're going to find open shots. And and we're going to make sure that we get people in their comfortable spots to, to make plays. That's what it's all about, and fighting for the loose balls. When you can rebound and play defense and make high-percentage shots, you can pretty much beat anybody in the NBA. And that's exactly what Charlotte's been doing right uh, during this streak is just playing their game. They like to play fast. They like to find the hot hand. You know, necessarily we, uh, we have great players on our team, and I like to say sometimes we have a lot of stars on our team. I know people like to pinpoint the most famous people that they like, they like to see, you know, LaBello, Terry Miles, but – at given times, uh, Kelly Oubre can be that hot hand for us, and we're going to ride the hot hand with him. And in this case tonight, it was Gordon Hayward. So, you know, we have so many different ways and so many different looks that we can give other teams that could be a nightmare for them defensively that you don't really know where that hot hand is going to come from. And sometimes we don't really know. Sometimes we like to play our game, and whatever rhythm that we feel in the game, regardless if we're starting off hot and then we have to, you know, sort of ride the wave of protecting the ball so we can – cruise to the win, or if we start off slow and knowing that we got to ride someone going into the fourth quarter and this is going to be the guy to reel the win in, that's the way we play our games going forward. That's Hornets basketball this season couple of housekeeping notes as we wrap up this segment. Philadelphia came into this game riding a seven-game winning streak. Joel Embiid scored 30 points or more in those seven games. He does get to 31 last night, but the winning streak obviously has been snapped for the 76ers as Charlotte now improves to 23-19 and on the season. One more note about Joel Embiid, by the way, too. He did go for those 31 points. He did go to the foul line 14 times, but he was also a minus 16 in the plus-minus also had seven turnovers last night as Philadelphia turned the ball over 16 times in total. So just a great defensive effort to slow down Joel Embiid, and it ends up in a Hornets victory again. Charlotte improving to 23-19 and on a regular season. We will talk about our top performers next right here on the Hornets Livecast, brought to you by Senta. I could have gotten my hearing aids anywhere, but going to a doctor who could find a set that fit my lifestyle was a good idea. Music sounds as clear now as when I listened to it on cassette tapes. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates offers a wide variety of hearing aids. With affordable pricing and credit options, our patients can find hearing care that is right for them. Hear like you once did. Call 704-295-3000 to schedule an appointment. Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates. They just make sense. Rob Longo and Wes Robinson with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Senta Charlotte winners 109 to 98 in the city of brotherly love, or so they call it. I can say that because I'm from Pittsburgh, so the disdain for Philadelphia is already there if you did not hear that on last night's broadcast. But at any rate, it was a big win for the Hornets. Four straight now in as many nights for Charlotte, and Buzz City gets to come home on Friday to take on the Orlando Magic. You can see it in action and get your tickets at Hornets.com as well. Wes Robinson of Hornets Social Media is with me today, and as the guest of honor, Wes, we'll go ahead and get right into our top performers. I think I know who you're going to pick, but go ahead and make it obvious. I'm going with the high high hand from last night, like like we discussed earlier. I'm going with Gordon Hayward. Missing Kelly Oubre tonight, like I said earlier about having that high hand coming off the bench. He understood the assignment. We always knew and are always aware that Gordon Hayward is capable of getting his shots on the floor. He likes specific spots that he likes to be in. He will knock down the three-point shot when uh, when it's available for him. But one thing about him is that he can attack you in so many different ways. He doesn't turn the ball over as much. He's an excellent passer. He likes to move around and, and create different shots for himself. Off the pick and roll, 
uh, off the dribble, down the baseline. So there's so many different ways and looks that Gordon Hayward can get high percentage looks for our offense. And if there's certain situations where, like, a LaMelo ball is cold, you can now lean on a person like Gordon Hayward because he's a veteran. He knows how to get to the basket. And, you know, the most amazing part about his performance tonight with the high hands shooting 13 of 16 is that he has zero free throw attempts. That's pretty remarkable for a person to score 30 points with zero free throw percents because he's putting himself in great positions to make these high percentage shots to pull us in the win. And he didn't miss his first shot until the third quarter. That's a really hot hand. Yeah, Gordon was just absolutely unconscious last night, especially in that first half. This is how crazy it gets. Like I mentioned, in the first quarter, he was 6 of 6 from the floor, 3 of 3 beyond the arc. He had 15 points. He is the third Hornet since 1996-1997 to have 15 or more while going perfect from the field with five or more shot attempts. He joins Baron Davis in 2001 and Glenn Rice, who coincidentally did it against the Sixers. That was back on April 5th, 1997 against Philly. So just some remarkable shooting. Gordon Hayward, by the way, also a perfect Perfect 9-9 from the floor in the first half. That ties a career best for Gordon Hayward. He also was 9-9 in the first half against the Cleveland Cavaliers back in 2019 as well. So with Gordon Hayward joining the team, franchise alternating player a little bit with just being such a big free agent signing, he's starting to age like a fine wine here down the stretch. Of course, there was a little bit of a fluke injury in there last season, but this season, knock on wood, I'm knocking on my head as well. Gordon Hayward has just been absolutely unbelievable so far for the Hornets this season. Here's what he had to say after the game last night about why he started off having such a hot start. Yeah, you know, I saw a couple go in early. All credit to my teammates for finding me. You know, we play that way where we're attacking the paint and, and spacing out and making the right pass. I had some easy looks. And so um, I was able to knock them down. More than anything, like I said, credit my teammates driving in there and finding me. Wes, I think it's more than that, too. He talks about you know his teammates finding him, but at the same time, I think having more elite scoring talent and the way that this offense has been clicking this season is partially more the reason why Gordon Hayward has found a lot of success. When it's all said and done, the floor is spaced out a little bit better. He's got some players like Miles Bridges who has seen a huge leap in scoring. Of course, Terry Rozier is always a threat to score, and then, of course, LaMelo Ball as well now. There's just so many different threats on his team that I think Gordon is able to really thrive because on the nights that he's off, he's able to give it up because keep in mind too last night he also had seven assists to go along with those 30 points so he was sharing the basketball as well but with that said if his night is off he's able to kind of distribute facilitate and do other things it's not just like he's going to stand in a corner and be ineffective on offense of course the defense is there as well he had three steals last night but when he's on man he is really on we saw it in san antonio this season we saw it of course you know throughout the homestand as well and we really saw it last night in philadelphia yeah gordon gordon's a special talent guy and and being a veteran in the NBA, he understands that he does not have to score 30 every single night. And he under, and he he's, he's well aware of that, knowing the other guys that we have on our team. And we've seen a significant boost of so many different people. Kelly Oubre is coming into maybe the best time of his career, you know, uh, moving into his prime and getting better with his outside shooting. Terry Rozier is playing out of his mind right now. Amazing basketball. He should be an all-star this year. And as, as well as uh, LaMelo Ball, just riding the Rookie of the Year wave, and Miles Bridges as well. These guys are taking huge, significant jumps in their career that now allows Gordon Hayward to sit back and say, you know what, Maybe it's not my night to score 30. You know, let me be the facilitator tonight. Let me give LaMelo some, um, some time and some reps off so now I can be the facilitator to get everyone in their spots. And he's a very smart veteran, right? He's almost like the coach on the floor because he's been around these games He's been in these moments. He's seen a lot of these opponents 
uh, that we're facing for so long, um, especially in, uh, in the Eastern Conference. So he knows how to play against these guys and know that when we do have those situations that we're a little dry on offense, he's a veteran guy that we can go to to go get us a bucket, whether it's from the free throw line, not tonight in this case, um, being able to find his spots on the floor to be able to knock down high percentage shots. And then when he knocks down a few and he sees a few to go in, then he can go back into the facilitator. Okay, Melo, now you're warmed up. Let me take it out here. Okay, Terry's ready to go now. First half wasn't it, but the second half will be. So he's able to take a lot of pressure off many guys, but vice versa, those guys take a lot of pressure off him because if he doesn't see it really going for himself, he then now can sit back and he can scale the uh, the defense and find his mismatch of the spots that he wants that he feels comfortable during those nights. Yeah, one thing you brought up a good point there, Wes. One thing I forgot to mention in the last segment as well, the Hornets were 7 of 8 from the free throw line last night. Philly was 18 of 28. There were three players that took free throws for the Hornets. Terry Rozier missing in one. LaMelo Ball was 3 of 3 from the foul line. And then Cody Martin was 4 for 4 from the charity stripe. But at any rate, I digress. Of course, it didn't matter as the Hornets picked up a 109 to 98 win. It's pretty clear that I already made Gordon Hayward kind of our top performer. I mean, of course, you know, how can you go wrong with a guy that went 13 to 16 from the field, including a 4-4 clip from beyond Yark, who also sprinkled in seven assists and four rebounds and three steals. It was just an absolute force on the floor last night. But if I had to pick a secondary top performer from last night, I have to go with Miles Bridges. He was on the floor for 40 minutes. Shooting was average, 9 of 20 from the field, 3 of 9 from beyond Yark. But he had a really big three-pointer down the stretch. He scored three consecutive buckets. He finishes with a blackjack, 21 points, eight rebounds as well. And he did a little bit of everything. He had two blocks, a steal, and two assists as well, playing some really physical defense because, again, he was called upon to double Joel and beat a couple of times. He picked up a couple of fouls. But the one thing that I really noticed with the Hornets the last couple of games during this winning streak is the defense has been there. The defense has been extremely physical. We'll get into this a little bit later in our third segment. West, but Miles Bridges is doing a good job on both ends of the floor once again as well last night. Yeah, Miles Bridges, another NBA All-Star candidate who's taking his game to the next level. I mean, we could pound the pavement all day to say how much things we love about Miles Bridges from his outside shooting to his excellent rebounding. He can back you down, play with his back to the basket. Outside of the amazing dunks, the athleticism, uh, he, he does not back down on defense. I mean, he's almost in, putting himself in positions to guard your best player and he can also play from, from two to four, you know, and he also provides a, a, a boost for us to be able to to give a small lineup look with P.J. playing the five and then having Miles at the four. four. So it's, it seemed like anything that James Borrego needs from Miles Bridges, he has answered that call in and made a huge, a huge significant stride uh, in his game. And we hope to see him in Cleveland in February playing and repping Charlotte in his NBA All-Star jersey. So it's just very good to see how much Miles has grown. And that's a true testament to the amount of effort that he's put into his game. He talks about it time and time again of a lot of things that he wanted to perfect in his game and being able to score in so many different ways to be versatile on defense, uh, on offense and help on a defensive end. That's something that he's always took pride in his game and they're starting to see now. Of course, you can vote for your favorite All-Stars. Of course, we recommend, you know, Miles Bridges, Terry Rozier, and LaMelo Ball. You can check it out at NBA.com and vote for your favorite All-Stars all day, every day on NBA.com. Coming up, third segment, Hornets on a four-game winning streak. We got to talk about it because it's been pretty impressive. You'll hear it next here on the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Up. Hornets fans, it's time to get some new gear. The best selection of new and classic Hornets apparel is at the Hornets Fan Shop, now with new extended hours. 
Stop by Spectrum Center Wednesday through Saturday from 11 a.m. to 5 p.m. to pick up the latest in jerseys, Jordans, and more. Or you can shop from the comfort of your own home 24-7 with just a click of a button at HornetsFanshop.com. An easy trip on the light rail, you'll be sure to find something for everyone at the Hornets Fan Shop. The shot clock is dark, and this thing is over. And so is the losing streak to Philadelphia. The Hornets, now the hottest team in the Eastern Conference. A fourth consecutive win, and their first in Philly since 2016. Charlotte wins at 109-98 in Philadelphia last night. A 16-game losing streak against the Sixers has finally come to a close. Rob Longo and Wes Robinson of Hornets Social Media with you here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. And don't look now, Wes, but the Hornets off to a four-game winning streak. And again, this has been a pretty impressive run. Of course, it started last week with a win against the Detroit Pistons, a 140-111 route of Detroit. Again, the Pistons are extremely young. They are trying to find their footing. They're trying to find their role players their franchise cornerstones and all that but 140 points is 140 points it was one shy of a franchise record in regulation then you go on to Saturday Milwaukee a 114-106 win over the defending NBA champs you take a look at it you probably assume for Milwaukee's sake that it is a schedule loss for the Bucks. it was the second night of a back-to-back they had travel involved as well but the Hornets were still able to pick up a win despite an impressive performance by Giannis Antetokounmpo 114-106 Then you move to Monday, a 103-99 win, grinded out win against the Bucs once again. No excuses this time for Milwaukee. They had a couple of players coming back. Giannis Antetokounmpo had another big game, and the Hornets were still able to stave off the defending NBA champs. And then you rewind it to last night, finally snapping a streak of 16 straight losses to the Philadelphia 76ers, 109-98, defeating the regular season champs of the Eastern Conference last year in Philly. Again, that Sixers team looks a little bit different. No Ben Simmons, but still. Joel Embiid with another monster night. And keep in mind, too, Philadelphia was the hottest team in the NBA at that point with a seven-game winning streak, and the Hornets were able to snap it. Wes, with all of that said, how impressive is this winning streak for the Hornets? It's very impressive. I mean, and I like to scale it back to see, like, we, we, were at, we had a three-game loser streak uh, in the second week of December. And those were, that was during our, during our road trip against Portland, Phoenix, and Utah. Those are three tough teams that's been in the playoffs and a very veteran leadership team that we picked up losses from. And then we were able to learn some things from that. We come back and we finish the road trip beating Denver. And then we pick up two more wins and then we play Phoenix again. And then we really would love to have that game back in Washington uh, where we lost 124 to 121. So I think Charlotte's been learning a lot about themselves and getting themselves back healthy, having consistent lineup you know there's been so many things that's been changing in and out losing miles and pj so to have a statement game against detroit that was huge for us and then going into milwaukee we knew that was going to be a battle we knew and Giannis came with everything uh with a 43 point performance and then in the second game he, he, he was held down to only just 25 points and um and we held milwaukee and philly tonight under 100 so the biggest thing that's been huge with us is not just our offense and scoring and the hot nights that we've been able to see from Kelly Oubre, from Terry Rozier to Gordon Hayward, but defensively. And James Borrego has touched on that. That's the first thing he's always been mentioning about this team is that we're playing great de- great defense and we're going for the loose balls and we're, we're figuring out ways to disrupt a lot of what teams are comfortable doing. If they have a Giannis and, a, and Joel Embiid, yes, we're going to try our best to make sure that they're keeping them away from the free throw line, 
and we're going to defend them when they're in the post, but we're going to try to win other battles. We're going to try to win the boards battle. We're going to turn the ball over. We're going to get a lot of steals. We've, we've pretty much gotten over 10 steals in the last three games, so that's been helping us to turn those steals into fast break points where we're forcing teams now to run with us and get up the floor, right? You know, as soon as they, as soon as the ball comes off the rim, LaMelo, Terry, Miles is pushing it up the floor, forcing other teams, you know, to kind of race with us. So that's something that, that's been really, that, that really stood out to me. I like to call them lessons instead of losses and turning them over into now wins. And the great thing about this streak now is that we're now on the back end of a lot of road games. So we're going to be at our homes. We're going to have a strong homestand coming up that we'll be able to sleep in our beds and be in the familiar places and to have our, the best fans in the NBA supporting us and riding them with us every night that we, yeah, we're a place that we're very comfortable at being and having our best game. Probably one of the most impressive three-game stretches. Two wins against the defending NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks and Giannis Antetokounmpo, and then a win against the Philadelphia 76ers, who you have not beaten since 2016, and then you end up picking up a win against them and Joel Embiid. Wes, I'm a little torn here when I look at the schedule between this current three-game stretch that the Hornets are on being the most impressive trio of wins that the Hornets have put together so far this season. I also go back to very early in the schedule against a couple of really good teams in November. You wrap up a road trip on the West Coast against a very now very tough Memphis Grizzlies team on the road with a win after what kind of seemed like a schedule loss because you're going from two nights in LA and then you're going halfway across the country to take on the Memphis Grizzlies. Then you pick up a win against the New York Knicks, which was a very intense atmosphere here at Spectrum Center, a playoff-like atmosphere, and then you wrap it up with a win against the Golden State Warriors. That one goes without saying. So those are the two three-game winning streaks that really have stood out to me this season, Wes. Which one is more impressive to you? Is there one or the other, or are they kind of equal in their own separate ways? Uh, I mean, they're kind of equal in some ways, but I'm, I'm really leaning on this streak just because of seeing like how much of our game has evolved so much. And knowing that when before Milwaukee, I mean, granted, it was a back-to-back, but they picked up a huge win against the Brooklyn Nets the night before and then came into us. And Giannis played, you know, probably one of his, it was probably one of his best games of the year. And for us to be able to still stand strong and, and pull out a win against home against the defending champs, I mean, you still got to give them that credit that they are the champs and they know how to win big games, whether it's on the road or at home. But for us to pick up that kind of win and seeing the, the amount of games and that we've been able to have, like we've seen significant jumps with Kelly Oubre. Terry Rozier is playing out of his mind. He's had the hot hand a lot. And LaMelo Ball is doing, you know, pretty much being the, the captain of our offense with the clutch shot that he had on Wes Matthews. You know, that, that, was, that was an amazing uh, shot that he had. And we're staying in these games. They're very entertaining, and we're just not going to back down. So playing against Milwaukee twice in Philly, a team that is that is known for their size. I mean, you, if you match them up against ours, I mean, we're much faster. But these guys, you can argue that they're probably one of the biggest nightmares that you have is seeing Drummond and Embiid on the floor at the same time. Del Curry and Eric, and you see, you talked about that, like, you never see these guys on the floor together. And we saw that look tonight. And we still found a way to win the battle of the boards and to get uh, great stops 
and to convert on on our end and, and pick up shots. So this is definitely one that I'm probably going to highlight at the end of the season that this is probably one of our best stretches of wins. And the Hornets looking to continue this winning streak and make it five in a row against the Orlando Magic tomorrow here at Spectrum Center. Make sure you get your tickets at Hornets.com because Charlotte will go out on the road for two consecutive games before coming back finally back to the Hive and you can check them out in a week from now, but you don't want to wait that long. You want to check out this team right now as they ride this four-game winning streak. Wes Robinson of Hornets Social Media, thank you so much for joining me here on today's edition of the Hornets Hivecast. I really appreciate it and I hope it's always in another situation in a win. And I hope to see all you fans tomorrow, Friday night, as we take on Orlando. And thanks to all of you as well. A reminder, we will have our preview podcast of tomorrow's matchup against the Orlando Magic. Well, tomorrow, Sam Farber and myself will get you set for that one as the Hornets again will try to make it five straight against an Orlando Magic team that has lost now 10 in a row. But it's the NBA. Any given night, anybody can win. For Wes Robinson, I'm Rob Longo saying so long. And thank you for checking us out today on the Hornets Hivecast. And we'll see you here tomorrow once again on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com.